four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. Welcome back to Main Street Musings, episode three. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. This is the show where all four of us go away. We come up with pitches for our own Disney attractions. We come back and we debate them. All right, to my left, joining me is our leading man, Jake. Hey. And our ingenue, Tanner. Hi there. And the villain of the piece, Eric. Hello. And I'm Brock. You. What's going on, Brock? You know what's going on is we are going to talk about some magical, magical things. That's right. It's the magic of theater. More accurately, we're going to talk about stage shows and stunt shows in the Disney parks. I don't know if you know this, but both Eric and I have bachelor degrees in theater. (laughs) I also studied theater. Theater is also a thing that I do. Brock, nobody cares. (laughs) We're all focused on Tanner and Eric. (laughs) Well, let's just briefly touch on some of the stage and stunt shows that there are in the parks at the moment yeah. sure. or yeah. of the past because some yeah. of them might i don't yeah or of the past uh i think the stunt show that we think of the biggest one that's still that's still happening um but the biggest Lights, one people think of motor action is <laughs> that is a stunt show that happened but i would say indiana jones stunt show spectacular yes. that one is yes pretty of good. course for those california inclined I think of the old Hunchback of Notre Dame show that they uh, used to run by where Toontown is. Notre now. Dame. So, like, was he? Did he play football or Notre Dame? I wish he would die. <laughs> Sometimes, Hunchback Eric of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. It was very cool. It was a. Uh, it was in the like a full in the round in the square. Really? It was really sweet. I'm actually unfamiliar with that show. That sounds really interesting. It was very cool. It was, uh, it was very omnidirectional. All right. But uh, Tanner, Jake, what are some of the other stage shows that they have in the parks? Um, well, Tanner already mentioned lights, motor action. So I think he might want to touch on that a little more. Go ahead, Tanner. I literally have nothing more to add about <laughs> lights, motor action. It was a show where cars did stunts. Yep. I believe I never saw it. It took oh, up yeah. a lot of space. Yeah. Yes. And then they also had jet skis. That oh, would do stunts. Wow. It was honestly kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it sounds awesome. And Her- I just Herbie would come it. out and get cut in half and then drive away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was neat. But I'm. It's okay that it's gone. I'm okay with it. Yep. But there's also a lot more shows in the vein of the Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, telling retelling the stories in shorter versions. You have the Beauty and the Beast show in Hollywood Studios, along with the Little Mermaid show. And those are usually yep. uh, abbreviated musicals. Yeah, kind of yeah. like the movies. There's an Aladdin one at DCA. There's um, a Finding Nemo one, I think, at Epcot. Yeah. Animal I, Kingdom. Is yeah. that Animal Kingdom? Yes. Animal Kingdom. That yeah. makes Replacing a lot more sense. But what I everyone's remember. favorite show, Tarzan Rocks. Oh. Oh, yeah, Tarzan yeah. Rocks. And then there's the Lion King show. Which yes. I found out the reason it looks like it's just parade floats in a building is because that's exactly what it is. The Lion King <laughs> parade ended and they're like, what do we do with these floats? Let's stick them in a building I think it and is do po- a show. <laughs> Important to know that we are separating parades from shows and yes. stunt shows because like some of the most visually arresting things that Disney does, like the electrical parade is yes. very specifically outdoor float kind of things and that's not what we're looking to talk about today we'll get there oh we'll get there so this is more stage based this is something that can take place on a stage all right so shall we get right into it 
It's the part where we make a pitch. That means, Mr. Tanner. My pitch is for a new dinner theater show in the Magic Kingdom. Let's be honest, guys. Be Our Guest Restaurant is too snooty and boring. We need a place to eat and party. That's why Gaston's Tavern has been remodeled. Gaston and LeFou's Dinner Show Review will feature songs, dancing, clowning, and strongman performances by the one and only Gaston as guests enjoy their meal. Wow. Yeah. That's actually really cool. That's really exciting. I don't know why I said actually. Like, I didn't expect it to be. <laughs> Tanner. <laughs> wow, Tanner. That's not as dumb as you normally are. <laughs> so I guess it's my turn. Uh, my pitch for this episode is going to be Treasure Planet 5D. And the, 5D? What, uh, we can talk about the, the dimensions. but the, okay. So it is fully in the round in a planetarium. Uh, for the non-theatery audience, can you define in the round? Yes, yeah, so the, there'll be audience on all of the sides, completely uh, covering, completely surrounding. Yep, and the um, stage is in the center. The stage is in the center. Yep, and the stage will be a like a. It'll have a flat surface on the top, but it'll be like a planet shape, and it will go up and down, and things will happen sort of underneath it. And as the planet goes up, the audience gets raised with it to follow the action. And so we're changing sight lines so that they can be watching the stage uh, as it moves up, and then the things that are happening at the bottom as well oh wow that's really neat hence the 5d hence the 5d man yeah. i thought like maybe we were gonna invent time travel yeah <laughs> yeah so that's a that's that's my quick pitch on that one sweet brock all right um my pitch is <laughs> shockingly for another uh adaptation of treasure <laughs> island uh <laughs> <laughs> Mine is for uh, the best adaptation, no offense, no, but that is going it. to be Muppet Treasure Island. 100%. Um, as a stage musical, uh, obviously abbreviated like the rest of the Disney stage musicals. And I think this is a great opportunity to get the Muppets in the park more because they are criminally underrepresented. And I think the uh, Muppets have a unique magic that you can bring them into the park because unlike actors and stage shows, everyone knows that it's not the characters from the cartoons. But the Muppets, uh, using a mix of animatronics, pre-recorded voices and uh, puppetry, it feels like Kermit and Miss Piggy are actually there performing for you. And I think that would be a really unique way to do one of these because it would, I think, feel the most real because we kind of recognize them as real people, even though we all know that they're puppets. So I think that would feel the most real and visceral and it's an amazing movie with amazing score and amazing soundtrack. And I think it would be a really fun addition to an Adventureland type area. So fun fact about me, I uh, am old enough that uh, when I was seven years old in second grade uh, to celebrate getting my yellow belt in Taekwondo, we went and saw Muppet Treasure Island in theaters. Nice. That was like, the, and I went in my little, my little Taekwondo outfit. It was awesome. Honestly, the, this is the first time I've ever been jealous of you. I like that. I think that'll be. I think that's fun. I think that's great. Yeah, I love make, all the Muppet shows. We can make the audience members all wear Taekwondo outfits <laughs> with the little yellow belts yeah. to get the real experience. <laughs> so, what do you got for us, Jake? That leaves me. So, my idea was a stunt show, but different. It would be a comedy stunt show starring the great guy. 
Gonzo. And I know this sounds a little bit like my elevator pitch I gave in a previous episode, but that was unexpected. (laughs) 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 I've had this planned. Um, So my idea is that it would be, I mean, Gonzo was known for shooting himself out of cannons and he was the the, uh, daredevil of the Muppets. And they never focused on that because it always, on each episode of the Muppet Show, he would get his one shot to do something and it would go wrong and we would never see that. So I would like to have a whole show focused on Gonzo and his daredevilness and stunts, and uh, I think it's doable. So that's my pitch for right. a stunt show. I did not realize that there was two Treasure Islands and two Muppets. I did, yeah. <laughs> featured. That is the magic of surprising each other with pitches. <laughs> yeah. All right, so those are our pitches, and um, let's go around to see what we're thinking. I don't Ask know. any questions or anything, Jake? Yes, I, I. I'm not gonna lie, I love your idea, but how how are we representing Gonzo? How are we shooting him out of cannons? So I think it's going to be a combination of puppetry and live actors, and it won't necessarily just be Gonzo. I mean, he would have like people on his crew that we're seeing who are also performing stunts and he's maybe the host but they also have had in development for a few years now these animatronics that are designed to do stunts and they were talking about using them for um the spider-man movie and then potentially for use in theme parks i don't know if you're familiar with that it's literally these animatronics that can be shot out of cannons or made to do rope swings and they will go yeah they do front flips and back flips and i think it'd be cool to see that technology put to use in the parks cool and we all know it isn't real theater unless you do a backflip yes so i'll be needing to know how backflips are incorporated all around we'll get there Mm mm-hmm um, I guess my question with the Gonzo uh, attraction is what uh, what's the very, very, very basic? What's the plot and how are other Muppets involved? I think the plot is that this is Gonzo's stunt show that we're coming to see. He's set up a tent and come see the great Gonzo. I mean, um, you know, and, and you go in and there he is. And I guess other Muppets could make appearances either as guest stars or trying to stop him or... Anything along those lines is what I kind of envisioned. Hilarity always ensues when you have Does it? I I mean, this feels like a silly question to ask when it concerns Gonzo, but does it go well? I would say not. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I would say it has to go poorly. We still get to see stunts and stuff, but Gonzo's at his best when he's failing. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Much like Brock. (laughs) That's why I'm never at my best. (laughs) All right. What questions you got for us, T? So I did have a question for Eric. How, because obviously we will need to be incorporating this, the wonderful song, I'm Still Here by John (laughs) Resnick, how big of a role will that play in your show? I don't want to say it's the lead of the show, but I don't want to say it's like a supporting actor either. (laughs) I feel so like we could definitely incorporate the best song ever written during the climactic air pirate battle sequence that I have envisioned where the audience is sort of looking down over these cool uh, steampunk airships and they're shooting cannons at each other and of course the song is playing (laughs) over that. uh, Please pardon my French but that's bad. (laughs) Yeah I know right? It's ambitious, but it's cool. <laughs> That's true. Disney rarely is ambitious <laughs> yeah. in their park projects. And for Brock, I just had a question about 
So yours would be following more the Beauty and the Beast version where you're kind of telling a shortened version yeah, of the story? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's going to, I think I envision building a theater for the, right. for it so you can kind of have, you know, it looks like you're kind of in like a pirate treasure cavern and it's, you can kind of incorporate Muppets talking from the side. You can maybe even incorporate the idea of Statler and Waldorf heckling from the balcony, kind of incorporate the whole Muppet idea, but also, yeah, it's retelling Treasure Island. But I, I tend to think that the way the Muppets always do, it's self-referential. It's the Muppets knowing that they're putting on a show in a theme park, but it's that show is going to be Treasure Island. It's Adventureland. And I think for the most part, though, yeah, I'd like them to hit the main beats, sing at least por- portions of a lot of the songs because there are some killer songs in that movie. Yeah. Important Eric. follow-up question if we're going to be incorporating the songs. Will Cabin Fever be an audience sing-along? Absolutely. I think all songs at Disney are encouraged to be audience sing-alongs. Yeah, again, but we're going back to my idea from last episode where you have to do oh, it. Oh, this is mandatory. Yeah. Is it, <laughs> oh, is of it course. a mandatory there are sing-along? armed guards. Um, <laughs> and you, anybody who doesn't sing gets a black spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. And I mean, there's some really great moments in that. Like, if you're looking at the beginning of the film, for those of our audience who are unfamiliar with the film, this is on you. This is not yeah, on shame me. On you for being right. unfamiliar with um, that film. One of the, the greatest films ever. The beginning of the film opens with the um, the pirates, exactly what Jake is singing. Uh, the pirates uh, investigating, uh, burying treasure, um, and that could have a lot. You know, pirates c- crawling through the audience. With Captain Flint. Uh, C- Captain Flint. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities, especially if we build a theater for it, um, to really make the audience feel like they're inside of the show, Ooh, and I to like make this. it really. Um, you can make it really funny and self-referential, but you can also make it immersive. And I think that's kind of Muppet magic there. I, I, I actually have a question for, um, I actually have a question for Tanner about your guest on in LeFou stunt show. First of all, can I play LeFou? If you're going to take classes in clowning, because LeFou's going to be doing a lot of our like clown behavior, he's going to be flipping, he's going to be falling. Tanner, taking classes in clowning is my dream. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> all right. Um, but my main question is, so it's a dinner theater. We have a lot of, at Disney World, we have a lot of like, Oh, we have a lot of like character dinners and character breakfasts and things like that. What is the ratio of show to that going to be? Like how much are they interacting with guests? How much are they putting on a show? And also what would the plot of that show be? Is there a plot? The plot is basically LeFou and Gaston. LeFou's come up with the idea to do this whole thing to get Gaston out of his whining, crying. It takes place in the world of like where the Gaston song would be. Mm-hmm. So this whole show is to remind Gaston of how great he is. So you bring in everyone's favorite characters from Beauty and the Beast, who I learned today are called the Bimbets. Oh, yeah. Which we well, all, that's progressive. Which we all girls. know are Claudette, Laurette, and Paulette, who in my version we will only mention by their names because... Seriously, Disney? <laughs> I believe you left out Brock from the Bimbets. Ah, uh, yes. And of course, Brockette. So starting off singing their love song to Gaston. Gaston eventually will sing Gaston with LeFou. He'll be doing Strongman acts. It's mainly a dinner theater show in the sense of you come in there to eat, and it's every hour 
or so, it'll be the show will be happening and you'll go and you'll watch. Or would this be kind of like hoop de doo where they do two shows a night? Yeah, they're going to do them they throughout do them per, the day. But so it's all day? Yeah, the Hoopty Doo literally does two. Yeah, no, this is going to be all throughout the day. Okay. You have to have a reservation well, to that, come into the show. Since it's in the park, I yeah. feel like that, that right. makes Well, that's why sense. I was curious. They better be yeah. rotating actors. That yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> for the well, um, yeah, obviously it's going to be as many shows as they're allowed to do <laughs> based on union stuff and rotating actors. But yeah, so guests will come in. They'll have a reservation. They'll come in, sit down, enjoy a good meal at the parks and watch a 40 minute show well that's exciting good meals at the parks are hard to find yeah you know some of them are okay but others are like really this is the same company it's surprising how much it varies in the disney parks it's all the same company one of my main things was also it's going to be very referential to the be our guest restaurant in the park so you will have a lot of guests on the lafu being like well we're not like those snobs (laughs) here this is where the real men eat i like it i do like toxic masculinity in general I think it's it's good for our children. Gaston is one of the most loved character meet experiences yeah. you can yeah, do at the parks absolutely. and I think really investing in that is something that yeah. they would get a lot oh, yeah. of return on absolutely because he's the one who's always going viral in all of those meets doing push up competitions things like that so little interactions with that calling out kids in the audience who are doing stuff and being like oh you think you're strong challenge Gaston and all of that so there's a little bit of the character interaction but also with this through line of these acts happen alright I think are we ready to vote yeah yeah I think we're I think we're good to go it's the part where we vote. Alrighty. I think, man, these are all actually, this is a hard one for me. <laughs> this is good. This is good. good. Uh, two Treasure Islands, two Muppets, and that Gaston and LeFou sounds really cool. Yeah, it does. You know, I am, I'm going to say it. Uh, I think it might just be because Jake mentioned Hoopty Doo and I'm a sucker for dinner theater. I think I'm going to vote for Tanner's. Yeah, man, I, I am torn. I really like the whole idea of Muppet Treasure Island having its own theater and everything and you being part of that. That could be cool. But. No, but. Just go with mine, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I've got to vote for Gaston and LeFou on this one. I I think I've got to. Sorry, Eric. It's cool. Hopeful. But yeah, I'm going to have to go for Gaston and LeFou. Nobody even asked me any questions. I did. I you answered my question. Yeah, uh, you, when you were talking about his question. Mm. So thank you, Tanner. All right. So going with that, I am as much as Brock is a sucker for dinner theater. I'm a sucker for space battles and John Resnick's song. I'm still here, so I will be voting for Eric and the Treasure Planet 5D. That's 5D. <laughs> Count them five. That's two more than normal. That's a lot of D. That is a ton of D. Oh no. D is for Disney, folks. D stands yeah. for Disney. No, D stands for dimensions. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I'm going to be voting for Eric this time. So I believe mathematically speaking, Tanner's Tanner wins. I I love again everything unless I, we tie. Oh yeah, you can't I can't vote, vote for yourself. myself. So um, I love Gaston Lefou. I love Muppet Treasure Island. I think my vote goes for the Gonzo. Uh, yeah, it's got show. it's it's got that perfect Muppet broad appeal. Yeah. Uh, where Muppet Treasure Island, I think, is a little niche, yeah. um, and it's a little of that time. But Gonzo yeah. is forever. <laughs> yeah, and just like <laughs> the, the idea of doing like an animatronic <laughs> stunt show is yeah. just 
fascinating to me. Yeah, I think that, um, I mean, I know they were talking about using it for, like, Spider-Man and for Avengers stuff, which yeah. is like, okay. Avengers yeah, but who would want right to see now. Spider-Man flipping through the sky when you can see Gonzo dying? <laughs> <laughs> Gonzo doesn't die. Gonzo is eternal. We just well, discussed that's this. That's the thing. That's why it's fun to watch him die, because you know he's going to be fine he's two fine. seconds <laughs> later. <laughs> I think a stunt show does lend really well to the whole, like, well, Muppets doing something and it goes wrong. Plus, I like yeah. the idea of a stunt show that can also be cartoony. Yeah. Tanner. Tanner. You're the winner again. What yeah, the heck, man? Tan, man. It's his, I am a genius. <laughs> it's his developed, pre-written explanations yeah. of everything. Which I had fully intended to do, and then I just didn't. I never I intended to do that. I did it this morning. I was like, everyone's going to be more prepared than me. <laughs> yeah. So I need Little to do this. Know. <laughs> We're all I was like, if I know Jake, he's going to have models of everything. I have models of some of my other pitches from like a long time ago, but we haven't come across any of them yet. So obviously, you know, a lot of us come from a theater background. I want to talk about the, the performing space incorporating, obviously, you know, this is assuming we're getting out of COVID and things can be done in that kind of way. Well, walk me through like kind of any immersive aspects of the space itself. So we already have their Gaston's restaurant. So we're going to basically blow this up into more expanded out, have more of the hunting lodge feel. Gaston's place to go. Big wooden tables with lots of groups of people sitting together. Main stage on one end with little walk around areas and steps on two of the sides so people can move and there's a lot of action going on and then presented almost in like a country bear way of like one act closing on it another act happens it was my idea and then there are moments of fun throughout with gaston sort of having the acts like between courses of the meal like yes. while you're eating the course is it a static meal? Like, I feel like something like that, you'd have to be like, maybe like one or two options, right? Yeah, I'm thinking use kind of like your... Like the hoop de doo kind yeah, of... The, the hoop de doo does family style. Okay. So they come to your table and they'll put like 20 plates down and then you just grab what you want. I'm blanking on the knights. Oh, yeah, oh, medieval, medieval times. Oh, medieval times, Using yes. like a medieval times structure of like, give people like A, B options with yeah. stuff and then where you can have a lot prepped... Obviously, this won't be running all day long. It's just going to be time to prep stuff, but as many shows as possible in a day. So using that as round courses of your meal, you always have like an A, B option and like a C vegetarian option. So yeah. I have, have either Tanner, I know Brock and I have been to Hoop Doo, but Tanner and Eric, have either of you been to Hoop Doo? I have not. I have not. Uh, the first time I've heard of it, I did not realize you were talking about a restaurant. The, I thought the, you were talking the, about the Hoop Doo Review in Disney World is actually the longest running dinner show in America. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. It's campy. It's, it's, yeah, it's it, a lot of fun. It's like a West uh, cowboy Western kind of theme. Cool. Uh, it's it's so fun. Puns and cheesy jokes. And, and old I love songs. It. And yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a heck of a lot of fun. But I think uh, it's kind of off the beaten path in a way. It's not in the parks. Yeah, it's, it's not in the parks. Where it's, is it? It's, it's at... Fort, Fort Wilderness. Wilderness, but okay. like not even like near Fort Wilderness, like it's off in the property of Fort yeah. Wilderness. Um, and if you don't know about it, you are not going to find like, out. Honestly, about one it. of the best way to get there is take the boat from Magic Kingdom to Fort Wilderness and then walk to it. Yeah, it's, okay. it's yeah. So I think putting a dinner theater in the parks. I mean. And that's what people want, right, at Disney World. Like, And, I mean, not sure. everybody, but a lot of people are going to want that 
entertainment to not stop just because they have to eat. Um, and I think it's it's so on brand Disney to have Gaston and yeah, food. Yeah. And well, so what I was going to say though is one of the things that Hoopty do is there's a stage. Yeah. And I, the whole thing is they're coming to put on a show for you. That's the plot. They're putting on a dinner show. So they're on the stage, but they also come out into the audience a lot. And now during courses, they give you time to eat. So like the food will come out and they'll go off stage for 15 minutes or whatever so you can eat a little before they come back. But there's a lot of audience interaction. They're pulling people up on stage. Um, we happen to be seated at a table where the two sang the love song. Yeah, they sang the love song like right they next to us. They literally sat like, at our table. He came up to table. me and he patted me on the shoulder. He's like, I need you to move there, partner. And I was like, okay. And I scooted over and they like pulled up a stool and they sat right there and they oh, sang well. to each other. And they like sang to us a little bit. And yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I mean, they'll put you on the spot but only as much as you're willing to be put on the spot. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like and, good. Yeah, and I just think Gaston and LeFou are like the perfect opportunity. Yes, I that. agree. And I can just picture them going up to tables and you know. Right. And uh, to use a, th- a very, very theatery term, uh, Lotsies, um, there could be a lot of that. And now what a Lotsy is, is those are short rehearsed bits that can be improvised at any moment, but they both actors or all the actors involved know exactly what that is. And I mean, there's a perfect opportunity for a lot of really fun, silly Lotsies. <laughs> well, at, at Hoopty Doo, they have it. They, um, they're at the beginning, they go around and they ask people where they're from yeah. and they have a Lotsy for each of the 50 States for yeah. Canada for it. So they're ready to go, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So what is, what is, what are you thinking about audience interaction? Yeah. My big thing was have three or four big performance numbers and then in between the courses yeah these little interactions with the characters that go because some of that special interaction is Gaston calling out and Gaston's one of those characters that gets to be kind of an yeah absolutely (laughs) and like people love it so like having him especially like you know little kids like during dinner like okay come up for a second you'll have time to eat and catch up yeah okay and challenge them to a push-up competition or like lefou does like a clowning bit where he's trying to help the servers bring out meals and he trips Mm -hmm. and falls and that becomes a whole thing so just like little bits mixed with actual like performances by groups of people yeah so i guess uh what are those performances gonna be i mean obviously you've got the song that's gonna be a big deal i think maybe i think that's the finale that's gonna be the finale right or maybe just like little lines and notes of it mixed oh, in as like a refrain oh, yeah mm-hmm. but the yeah. the finale should be the whole song yeah, is there like a, up a few times yeah and, yeah is there i mean this is i love your thoughts on the standard like a way to incorporate maybe part of the story like this is an elongated version of the full night that he's come back right before the song throughout the the show there's little bits and pieces that are kind of poking him and prodding him more mm-hmm. until he's finally like no screw this i'm guest on right yeah and comes in with a song yeah, yeah i think the whole story of the dinner is that whole lafou's trying to puff him back yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. and starting and that leads to a lot of comedic bits of just him being brushed off like thrown darts staged and stuff yeah. thrown at him where he's dodging things yeah. like that you can have knife throwers and stuff like that doing stuff. <laughs> dangerous get a little you bit know? of stunts in here yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think, think like classic <laughs> circus acts yeah is like a really cool like way elephant? to go well you mentioned like strongman stuff and maybe not an yeah. elephant maybe maybe maybe, maybe. he lifts an elephant <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I guess on just lifting giant amounts of weight in it seeming like nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to be fake. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Disney can get a permit for an elephant, guys. And Don't then worry about just it. Just like. <laughs> 
the whole thing being, but oh, it doesn't matter until the end. Right. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you're so upset about, about this successful restaurant and everything in town. And then finally he snaps and then that's our big thing. So yeah, I think coming up with ideas for the actual performances would be good. Like yeah. you mentioned, our beloved Claudette, Laurette, Paulette, and Brockette <laughs> <laughs> will definitely be one of LeFou's attempts to be like, sure, Belle doesn't love you, yeah. but we got all these other girls here. You could have any other girl in the room. I mean, my- Oh, and then you could go around and harass yeah. audience members. Yeah. 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 That seems... On brand. <laughs> Solid in the Me Too movement. <laughs> Maybe not. It, let's redefine the, the <laughs> harass there. Um, but yeah, like go out into the audience and... Annoy. Le I think Fou, annoy audience members. Like, Fine. Like LeFou doing bits where he's like proposing on Gaston's behalf to yeah, a bunch absolutely. of people in the yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah. and th- those bits are, you know, good, wholesome fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's also, like I said, Gaston's like the one character where they're like, okay, kind of get away with that kind of thing yeah love that you're the worst yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i mean gaston is he's set up to be like if gaston does a thing that means it's bad yeah exactly this is what not to do (laughs) i think it's pretty clear from the the pitch that i gave earlier that i like things that are going on all around you right and i love the idea of like the circus buildup and people are hanging off the raptors and then we get this full gaston song coming at you from like filling up the room and a really cool hanging off like the the deer heads on yeah 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 yeah, absolutely antlers and all that yeah and i think it'd be really fun to just to full of hunting lodge yeah oh, yeah. yeah because sure. they have the little gaston's tavern right now but it's just a quick service and it's themed great but it's like every time i'm in there i'm like man i would love to just be able to sit down and appreciate the yeah. atmosphere right of this a which little is kind of what they pitched it as when they first announced mm-hmm. they were doing it and then it was like oh never mind it's also a great way to retheme. i really like the golden horseshoe review that's at disneyland mm-hmm. but i think that section of Frontierland as it connects to Adventureland is uh, due for a retheming. Yeah. Um, gotcha. And I like Frontierland into Gaston's hunting lounge. Yeah. Yeah. And Seems I mean, like that's really, would Gast- be really cool. Like Beauty and the Beast definitely long- belongs in Fantasyland, but Gaston and that lodge, yeah, I, think, I think could definitely make the jump. There, yeah. 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 He, there's a few different places he could go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't even think like Fantasyland is not my first or second instinct on where is, where is it now is it in fantasy fantasy land? Land. Yeah, yeah i say that now because in at least disney world magic kingdom there is yeah. the uh, whole fantasy land but that's a great spot in disneyland to bring it to both coasts yeah yeah and have a way of it working both places because i think yeah had guests on not already had a home and Fantasyland, I'd be like, really, he can go a bunch of places. Right. That yeah. being said, I I wholeheartedly am against having carbon copies <laughs> in on both coasts. Yeah, I, like yeah, I mean, you can. It can be themed well, a little be a, differently. But, yeah, right? and but it would I, be I a know. different show because you don't have the be our guest restaurant right yeah. there. It's right. like the right. looming depression of guests. <laughs> so that being said, what are what are the let's say three because that's kind of how theater works. What are the three acts? Let's say you, there's one before. So like, I think you start with uh, Gaston and LeFou busting through the back door mm-hmm. in a huff, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and they're they're coming in. And then you can even start with that with the, gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Gaston, yeah. that very beginning of the song where he's down in the dumps. Yeah. And then like And then they can on, leave the stage. Exactly. And then get the appetizer. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, sorry, I'll, I won't yeah. restructure everything. 
No, keep going. Uh, so the, they, they come on, you eat, right? Um, and then throughout the eating portions, you have some of the people that are chilling at the lodge. Tom, Dick, and Stanley. Are like hanging out on the stage, kind of eating along with you, maybe coming up and, and doing some some stuff. And then Gaston bursts back on and like with a bunch of energy. Mm-hmm. And that's when he brings somebody up for like a push-up competition. Or yeah, like, yeah or that's kind of like what that. I'm thinking is, uh, if you look at like the things he's doing in the songs, we aren't going to do a spitting contest, but um, you <laughs> but know, He's especially good at expectory. He, he wrestles. So yeah. like him wrestling, not a guest, but like Tom, Dick, and Stanley. <laughs> Why not a guest? <laughs> that, that could be fun. If I don't I love, get my damn wall, he doesn't get to wrestle. <laughs> well, I, I love the push-up idea. I think like juggling is fun. Yeah, juggling is classic fun. Like you could get the some like comedic juggling going yeah. on if you I have think to cheer him up. A lot of that, yeah, like LeFou juggling. And I think it'd be really fun if like you do juggling and stuff during the meal because that's not super distracting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you bring on the girls, they sing their song and he gets puffed up. Yeah. I do think didn't they originally have a verse in a song or a song that was cut from the movie? I swear I've seen a little storyboard yeah, of them. They yeah, they have so, a verse in the musical in, in version too. The Gaston song in the movie was originally longer. Um, yeah. And in fact, in the special edition DVD, which is what we have, we have the longer version. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. They, so, they add the thing at the end where LeFou is trying to spell Gaston's name. Oh, that's not in the original? No, that's not in the original cut. Yeah. But so, I like that too, because you can get LeFou in talking to, you know, proposing and be like, we really need to get his his hopes up and then and then that works and he challenges somebody to the push-up contest and i love the idea of gaston losing to a child yeah, in a push-up contest great. because yeah. i'm just because he's what so down on this whole thing and... is i love the idea of a you still have this arrogant gaston but he's so depressed right yeah. now and yeah. i think that leads to a lot of humor and it tells a new story with a new side and it also makes it as much as you're watching a disney villain do something it's like okay he's not just being an arrogant jerk and like Gaston I think like he is awful in the movie and he is a villain but like compared to a lot of other Disney villains he we kind of see him as being a little more harmless a little bit more so it's kind of fun to laugh with and at him yeah Yeah. the oaf so just seeing it and then that's our first act and then the main course comes out after he he loses the push-up contest yes LeFou does some sort of like slap on his back oh it'll be all right and he just yells go get the go feed our guests and storms off again that's when you can do the like as the actual like servers are bringing out stuff you can do LeFou trying to serve and like balancing like a bunch of stuff <laughs> and yeah. just it goes awry. What I liked a That's lot about cool. yours was the like the fact that you mentioned Gonzo kind of can be like a punching bag a lot and yeah. I think LeFou in my version of this can He's the also punching bag. 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah definitely. Always yeah. whatever LeFou tries to do it's yeah. not working. I think yeah but also that can be funny where LeFou is like a physical punching bag but mm-hmm. Gaston is the emotional punching yes, bag exactly. yeah. where every attempt to cheer him up actually backfires and makes him more depressed is very yeah. funny. Yeah. I like that. So yeah. an, another thing I wanted to touch on too, which I think we were all thinking it, but it wasn't specifically said. You're talking about having the kid beating Gaston at the weightlifting contest. Mm-hmm. Yes. From a child's point of view, that's got to be pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah, badass. Exactly. Like imagine like I was the kid that went to Disneyland and I pulled the sword out of the stone. They had mm-hmm. all of these big grown-ups try and nobody could do it, but I did mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. so that's kind of cool. Like I beat Gaston in the yeah. weightlifting or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can steal that's that with the whole like rule right? of yeah. three. Like you pick two really strong people to yeah. go and do it and Gaston beats him easily yeah. and then this kid comes yeah. and just beats him and Gaston loses and yeah. that's yeah it's all these like special moments that you can get yeah, exactly. yeah I think that's really great That that's like our, it leads into like our main course and we come back out 
afterwards and he gets actually pumped up right mm-hmm. and i mean i think that's a good place for the knife throwing yeah in there yep. some, some, i love the knife throwing i'm not yeah, gonna lie i'm obsessed with it i mean and there's you just do it away from the audience and it's gonna yeah. be safe yeah. so yeah you yeah, do it no, on the stage exactly you, you lock your lafu up there yeah <laughs> and on the main stage so it's Kinky. where the audience is facing and then that's where you do it We'll cut me saying kinky. You can do a whole. Uh, <laughs> Will we? LeFou. Oh, I don't know, but whatever makes yeah. you happy, Gaston. It's great. Do we feel comfortable with where the show aspect is at? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, think yeah. so. I mean, short of writing a whole script, we yeah. just. Yeah, you know. I, I just want to. Because then I think we do our dessert, and then that last big thing yeah. is a longer version, maybe, of the Gaston song. Yeah. Yeah. It's our grand finale, and people pop up from all sorts of places. And like out of a barrel in the yeah. corner, and like unexpected yeah. spots would be The fun. show really can't be longer than 45 minutes yeah. to an hour. Yeah. And with giving people 10 to 20 minutes to eat on their own, you're only really looking at 20 to 25 minutes yeah. of actual yeah. show content. Right. So I think that's plenty, uh, I think right? we pretty oh, hit absolutely. that. And we, we have the idea of that extras uh kind of constantly doing something carnival related whether it's juggling or knife throwing or tumbling or blackfilling yeah. or whatever right? all right that being said i kind of want to talk about something i don't think any of us were expecting to talk about what's the menu <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> well obviously being at this guest on it's gonna have to be a lot of like meat like turkey legs yeah i think that's gonna be the closest aesthetic similarity to medieval times yeah exactly. yeah, yeah. Now, so, i mean you gotta have soup options and, for yeah. people yeah. but i mean hoop de doo was not vegan friendly for mom but she mm-hmm. called ahead and they happily were like yeah we'll make you special and vegan she thing. enjoyed it a lot if really i remember yeah. yeah so that's that's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, I think in the park proper, they'll probably have to accommodate a little bit more diets, but I sure, don't think yeah. that'll be impossible for yeah. them. But, but if it's going to be stuff that, you know, if you could set down like a whole like roast looking thing, yeah, or whatever, aesthetically it will look like a giant bird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that'll be what it <laughs> yeah. looks like, whether or not that's what it actually is. And now the thing is people complain about this. It's like, we're in the Florida heat and we just ate a whole ham and like, well, you know, deal with it yeah <laughs> that's your own you, fault for yeah, eating yeah. a whole ham yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you chose to eat um, and you know like soup would be fun sure um, yeah. i don't think Bread. gaston would uh abide by salad he wouldn't but i feel like we should but you gotta yeah. offer it i yeah. think though yeah. so, but i think it's a fun like, like you can make the, jokes about it yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. waiters totally and stuff razz you if yeah. you're especially if, like you're a dude that's getting yeah. a salad oh, like yeah. oh for not sure. gonna be happy about that yeah we're gonna bring you up for the competition because he's definitely gonna be your maybe like yeah. maybe like deviled eggs because he eats eggs mm-hmm. oh like yeah. as an appetizer oh yeah. gross so do we put should gross. we put 12 but dozen yes, eggs yes, on yes, yes. we'll put 12 dozen eggs on yeah. every table yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely bread like i, I love that yeah, kind of heavy medieval yeah, bread heavy. potatoes yeah. <laughs> so then I guess that leads us to dessert. How about uh, bread pudding? Bread, yeah, bread pudding. Yeah, something, something hearty. Yeah. I mean, hearty is not what you want in a theme park, but if we're but fitting the aesthetics of the is, tavern, yeah. you want like hearty. I mean, you, you ever like tapioca, right? That's a little lighter and make it look like bread pudding. Or yeah, you could, could have both as options. Because I don't know if I like tapioca. I like well, tapioca. You're a bad person. I don't know if I've ever had it, to be honest. It's, it's good. Totally I think you like passable. tapioca, Jake. I think you've had it, and I think you liked it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it and I've liked Rock it. And you're, so. Well, let's ask Robin. Robin, when you listen to this, what does Jake think about tapioca? <laughs> right in. <laughs> let us know. Yeah, mom, let me know if I like tapioca or not because I don't remember. Yeah, but like pudding. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah like, like pudding. Something like that. And yeah. on there, 
the waiters and stuff make it clear there's no gray stuff here. Yeah. 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 That's that we don't serve the gray, gray stuff. stuff here. <laughs> That's fun. I love I love the idea of the rivalry between yeah. the two. I love that too. I so years ago we went to it was it Whispering Canyon, is that the one? That sounds familiar. Uh, at um, Wilderness Lodge. That's the one where, yeah, like I, when you want ketchup, I think they it's make all the ketchup sits on one table, and you have yeah. to yell ketchup, and they all everybody at the table has to bring it to your table. They had this rivalry going. It was a very one-sided rivalry, but with um, the Grand Floridian, which they referred to as the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> and they had like all these jokes about the Grand Floridian. So I, I really liked that. That was really funny. So yeah. I love having that with like they're just constantly bashing on, on the castle. And the castle has no idea that they mm-hmm. exist. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> they have so much else going on high above. And I think it's really funny just with the picture as you can see the castle. Yeah, yeah. out the window, there's the castle. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. I think yeah. I think, I think cool, do you think we're good? That was amazing. I'm actually I I think we've said it every episode. Yeah. Who wants to say it this time? I think we're very disappointed that Disney's not going to do this. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Instead, you'll be able to get the same old theme park turkey leg at the right now guest. You know, I have tower. never had the Disney turkey leg and I know some people like it, but Don't. it just seems like sinew and salt. I have on, had on a bone. like a Renaissance fair turkey leg and I did not enjoy myself, so yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, I, I don't just, like I don't turkey, know. so it's not my, my thing. See, my sister loves the turkey leg. Yeah. So Anywho. how do you feel about your pitch though, Tanner? Do you think we did it justice? Yeah, I feel good about it. I think we created a very interesting, fun show yeah. that would be a memorable thing for families going. Yeah. I love the idea of any sort of interaction is just going to stick out, especially in a kid's mind. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. making it special for people. And also, like, giving theme park goers what was initially promised right. of the idea of it <laughs> right. was to get to live in this world. And I think this helps flush it out more. Yeah. Yep. I think so. Absolutely. Now, it's the lightning round. Uh, we're going to roll the wheels. We are going to find out what kind of ride we are going to make. We are going to find out what property we are going to use to make it. And we're each going to have 30 seconds to come up with a brand new theme park idea. What do you got today, Jackie? Well, so this one actually fits in with this episode Uh because it wants a stunt show. Ooh. Okay. And it wants a stunt show themed after Tangled. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll the die. That is going to be me. I am going to have to start. All right, Brockles, start us off. All right, mine is going to take a little bit of inspiration from Tanner's, and it's also going to be uh, Tanner's pitch uh, last week, and it's also going to be, or the first week, either way, it's also going to be a uh, animal stunt show. So there's going to be ho- the horse Maximus is going to do a lot of really cool uh, stunts and jumps and all that sort of thing, while stunt actors around pretend to be the palace guards, and it's about Flynn and Rapunzel trying to get away from the palace guards while they're trying to break their way in to steal the something. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I swear there's something like that. <laughs> Okay, and that nice. was just under 30 seconds. It was. Wow. <laughs> I said I tried to say that sentence like eight times and I don't know why because yeah. they okay. didn't need to know it's when Tanner's pitch filler. happened. Yeah. Yeah. You got so, 10 seconds out of the way right there. For, for those of you wondering why Brock sounded like he was on fast forward, I just want to remind you that we have less than 30 seconds to make our case. <laughs> Cuz man, that was terrifying. <laughs> All right, that means Jake, you are going to go next. I'm going to go next. All right. 
So my stunt show idea is that it's going to be... Um, Oh my God, Rapunzel, after she has now become the queen, and she is teaching the royal guard how to fight with the frying pans. And she is teaching them all their new fighting techniques using the frying pans. And we're going to see all the creative ways that they use the frying pans to fight off bad guys and just, you know, protect the kingdom using the mightiest of weapons, the frying pan. Love it. And from the dirty looks Tanner is giving me, I'm guessing I just took his idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go to three, two, one. All right. So for my stunt show, we are going to be taking a little bit from the Captain Jack Pirate Academy, and we are going to go to Flynn Rider's School for Thieves, where Flynn Rider will teach young children how to steal jewels from all over the place. He'll teach them how to get out of trouble by doing tricks. He'll do sleight of hand performances, and it will be really awesome, and he's more sober than Captain Jack, so he's a better role model. (laughs) (laughs) Nice and done. All right, I to go last. 30 seconds on the clock. All right. Let's hear cool. from Eric. So this is going to be a mix between Cirque du Soleil and Tangled, where the lanterns are going to be represented by actual people that are in their own like little floating balloon pods. And they're going to go up into the sky and then flip and do like a water show and like dive into the open water. Oh. Um, and then there'll be like fountain works and stuff like that. And it's going to be so all open water with human lanterns is my pitch for this. Okay, great. I wow. really thought you were gonna say That's, that was really that out of the, the box. Are her <laughs> <hair>. <laughs> <laughs> like I like all the like work with like ribbon and stuff. Oh, with yeah. hair. So she's just like suspended above the theater, and everybody's like twirling on her head. <laughs> oh, I love it. Those are surprisingly fun. Yeah. Yeah. And surprisingly stressful. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, way less crappy than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, we're three only three episodes in. But so far, so far, that's twelve ideas that have been not terrible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Go us. And if we look back at them, maybe one that's even good. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> if we ever get one good enough, then oh, we'll have to God, expand on it in a later time. episode. <laughs> and don't forget to vote on our Twitter polls for which lightning round attraction you'd like to see us come back to at a later date. All right. Man. That being said, I guess that brings us to the end of our episode. I think it does. I think it's time we talk about our social media. Jake, what's our Facebook? We can be found on Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. Tanner, what's our Instagram? Our Instagram is Main underscore Street underscore musings and eric what is that twitter at msm underscore podcast and i'm brock thank you very much this has been main street musings the experimental podcast of tomorrow tune in next week or tune in for episode four where we destroy space Space. mountain anything but space mountain (laughs) (laughs) not space mountain please (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.